ladies and gentlemen, this is the Ask Us Why podcast live from the facility. The dark <laughs> facility. If you can recognize that voice, that is the one and only CJB. He's back. Ew. Christian Beatty. What's up, baby? Back up in this building. He was gone for only a minute. It was actually like the longest, most dreadful six months of my life. But actually, you weren't gone for six months, were you? You were gone for like four. Yeah, it was like four or five, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. It felt like two years sometimes. It, it also nice. felt like really short. What was like the biggest highlight from that trip? Um, Would you consider that a sabbatical? Dude, honestly, like, <laughs> uh, I, honestly, a little bit. Yeah, like I got into the word a lot more during that than really any other season of my life. Um, but the highlight of it was definitely starting Wave of Life, um, which was a surf ministry group with my friends Amy, Jonah, and Andy. Um, and kind of the community that we grew through that was like so cool. So praise the Lord for that. That was awesome. Hey, yeah, brother. We're glad to have you back. And that other voice that you recognize probably is the one and only Connor Medea. And uh, man, we back. We are back and doing this podcast. And today we have a fun little topic for you guys. Well, you've probably never heard it before, but um, maybe this will spark some interest into this topic so that maybe you might be a little more educated on it. We're talking about prayer. Prayer. Like Levi prayer? No. Prayer. No. no. Pr- prayer. 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 Have you heard of it before? Praying hands. The only time I've ever seen anything about it before is there's like a little emoji that like puts the hands together. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's how you do it. And that's what I've been doing since is I just lean <laughs> on my bedside. You pray for people, you just send them that emoji over text. Yes. So do you like kneel beside your bed? Uh, yes. And I then do. what do you, what do you say? I, do, I don't, I don't say anything. I just do the, I just clap. <laughs> oh, it's a clap. Yeah. I thought it was like you gently put your hands together. I think it could be subjective. You can do it either way. Okay. Yeah. I've had people send me really long text messages before, just like asking for prayer. And all I do is just send back those like emojis. <laughs> just be like in three. Just like, hey man, like just really going through a super hard time. I think I, you know, lost a loved one, lost my job, um, really lost in life. Just was really asking if you could be praying for me. And I was just like, dude, I just sent three prayer emojis. And I think you got it. So I'm Good. still praying for him. I'm hoping. <laughs> so put my hands together every night, <laughs> sitting there. You're like, is this working? No, but seriously though, in the topic of prayer, we live in a culture and society that I think prayer is the least focused on uh, area of our faith. I think that we can easily do worship and it's even easier to read the Bible. But I think that we live in a society where our attention is just constantly pulling us places. And it's uh, a little unorthodox to not talk directly to someone and be able to just receive word back from them, like a normal conversation or a text message or a phone call or FaceTime mm-hmm. or a Zoom call or a Skype call or any of those in that fashion. But it's, uh, it's a little different. But I think that universally, it's one that we struggle the most with, but is undervalued for actually being what is probably the most important of the three. Um, do you guys care to elaborate on prayer? Like what is, what, I mean, what even is prayer? You hear it a lot. You read about it a lot. Jesus does it a lot. But like, what is prayer? Connor, would you like to speak to this? Yeah. Um, I think, uh, first of all, you're, you're nailed it on the head that it's something that has been suffering in, you know, Christian communities. Uh, something that we push like under the rug a little bit. Um, but simply, I think it's just a time to be honest with God and have a conversation with him. Um, 
And the best way to do that um, is to have a relationship with him. And I think those two things go hand in hand is having conversation with God. It's a two-way conversation and it's only that we're able to do that because of Christ and what he did on the cross um, and that he is able to mediate now to the Father. Um, the Holy Spirit gives us the words to say. Um, and I think that is just the the foundation of our relationship with God is through prayer. Yeah, totally. Um, and you mentioned like the Holy Spirit in that. Um, and I, I've heard about verses that say that the Holy Spirit like utters wordless groans to God. So on our behalf. So why why do we need to like pray out loud or, or in our heads to God if the Holy Spirit is speaking on our behalf all mm-hmm. the time? Well yeah, we know that like God knows our every thought and every intention already. Um but you think of it kind of in this way, like it's like a relationship with like like a father and a son, like you can pretty much tell. If, I mean, I don't have kids, but neither none of us have kids. At least as far as we know. Yeah. yeah. We don't have kids. Yeah. Mm. Not that I know of, but <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can, at least from when I was a kid with my dad, he could tell if I did something wrong, um, if I broke something in the house or something like that, or if I was scared, you can kind of tell. Um, and mm-hmm. even so more with God and us, he knows already what we're trying to pray for, thinking about um, in our intentions. And so he just wants us to come to him with those things. And that just makes that relationship more real. So even though we don't need to pray out loud, that strengthens our relationship with God, I believe. Yeah. I think well, that's well said. Um, why do we need to pray though? Like, if God already knows everything that's going to happen and he already foreknows the future, knows everything I'm going to do, no matter what, even if I talk to him about it, why, why should I, why should I talk to him? Especially if I can't hear him back. And I feel like it's just like this kind of one way thing where I just constantly keep talking to him and keep bringing my requests to him. But then I don't hear anything back, but he like, he already knows everything. Then like, what's, what's the point of me even doing it? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, God wants a relationship with us. Like mm. he loved us so much that he sent his one and only son to die for us. And in, in scripture, it's, and what Jesus says is that part of that relationship with God is prayer and praying out loud and praying alone in your room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there's there's so many things that, prayer does for us, um, even though that's not what it's about, but being able to communicate to the God of the universe, like, Hey, these are, these are things I'm going through and being honest and real with him. Um, like, Hey, you know, sometimes it's, it's even for me that I've experienced like, Hey, like, like right now I'm having trouble believing that you exist or right now I'm having trouble, you know, seeing your hand work in my life. Um, it's a place where you can be honest. And, and when I'm really honest with the Lord, like he's, he's comforting me. And, and when I pray and, and, and ask him for, for this peace and enjoy, you know, prayer isn't something that we go to God asking for gifts and things like that. Like he's not a magic genie. Um, but he does provide for us, 
Um, and it's not always immediately while you're praying, you know, sometimes it can be, which is super cool. And sometimes it's in other times of your life. But when you do pray for things that are in God's will, like you, you start to, I think since you speak it out loud and you think about it, you can start to recognize his hand in your life. So definitely, I think it, it helps us, you know, just for him to soothe us and to be more aware of his, his work in our life. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that for me, what I've come to understand in my uh, relationship with Jesus, that every time I pray, I'm inviting him into the situation, mm-hmm. even if he already knows about it, um, I might not be aware of his presence within it. And as we spend more time in prayer, we're obviously aware of his presence and we are asking maybe for things or maybe just for strength, maybe for him just by himself, by our side. Uh, but when you invite Jesus into the situation of whatever it is you're going through in life or in the situations of life, your worldview, your perspective, how you respond and react to things is completely different to rather than how we would if we didn't if we decided to do things on our own. Um, when you invite Jesus into uh, the situation of maybe uh, a conflict between a friendship or through a relationship, then when it comes to how you respond and how you speak, I've noticed just in my past that I, I do so much more with grace and less frustration. Um, I think that there's a lot more peace and patience that's involved. And that's just one example. And there's so many different ones that you can be involved with. It could be you know, a conflict, it could be Um, a scary situation. It could be a fear. It could be an insecurity. It could be a sin, whatever it is that you're battling or going through, which we're always going through in life. There's a dramatic difference from not just feeling like you have to pray, but wanting to, because when you invite Jesus into the situation, you see things start to transform um, for the good of Christ. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was just thinking about it and you guys convinced me I should pray. And I did some digging and I was like, all right, well, how do I pray? Like, you know, what, am, what am I supposed to say? Is there a certain script I'm supposed to follow? And thank the Lord, there's this thing called the Bible, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. You guys have never heard of it before. <laughs> but, and uh, I found this really cool verse. It's in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. And gosh, Jesus is so awesome. He basically just told me exactly how I'm supposed to pray. And I've been doing it ever since. It says, uh, then this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So I've been doing that just like on repeat and repeat and repeat. I do that in the morning. I do that in the middle of the day. I do that at night. I do it four or five times a day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's getting repetitive. Mm. So like, is that the only way I'm supposed to pray is just the one way that Jesus told us that we're supposed to? Is that is that how it's supposed to go? Like we've been told that we are supposed to pray now and that's it? Just like that? Yeah. I mean, you know, I... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I mean, it's an excellent prayer to pray. Um, but I also was told to address, you know, people in authority in my life as sir and ma'am. And that doesn't mean that everyone in authority in my life, I'm always going to address them that way. So that's why you call me sir. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, um, because, because obviously context and things going on in your life are going to impact the way that you communicate with people. Um, and if you're just going to 
God who you want a relationship with and who, you know, models a relationship with a people group, the Israelites all throughout the Old Testament and different things and with David and all that, like it's not the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, you, you can approach it just like any other relationship that you bring in, you know, the things that you're experiencing day to day, like, Hey Lord, today, uh, honestly, I just kind of forgot to talk to you today and I'm sorry about that. Um, and this is kind of like what was on my mind today. And I just pray for peace about that. And, and it's, it's prayer can be something that's really conversational that you just piece together all throughout the day. It's not like this rigid thing. Um, but then also remembering to, to approach God with like reverence and honor. Um, I would say it's just how I have been approaching it recently because I was like in my personal life, I felt like I was being really repetitive, just like, dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all these things. And then like, that was it. And I was like, you know, it's, it's great to have a posture of gratitude for things, Mm -hmm. but like, it just was like, I don't know why. Um, and I wanted to experience, you know, kind of, I guess you could say an awakening, um, in my prayer life. And so I just, I, I looked things up and then at new city, the church we go to, um, he had a sermon in, that was on Psalms 77 where they model prayer. Um, and it just was like clicked for me, just like being really honest with things that are going on in your life right now. Um, and then praising the Lord for who he is and truths about him. And, and it kind of revitalizes your prayer life because the things that are happening in your life are different every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that you need help from the Lord with are different every single day. Um, and so that's kind of what has been transforming my prayer life recently and how you can model prayers like more so a conversation than something with like rigid structure, even though rehearsed prayers aren't bad, mm-hmm. um, but they can get repetitive. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're completely right because obviously we look at that prayer that he tells the disciples to pray, but then you can also look at all of the other times that Jesus prayed. You know, you're not just going to pick one um, above all the others, even though that's how we taught them to pray. I think it was more of a, this is an outline of what you should be like talking about hitting in a way. Um, but you look, Jesus prayed, you know, by himself, he prayed with other people. Um, he prayed before and after he, he would heal people. Um, he prayed all the time. He prayed before meals. Um, he prayed when he was on the cross even. So, um, to say that we have to stick to this one scripted prayer, obviously is not a bad thing. That is how he told us to pray. But I would say that it strengthens our relationship with him when we are able to talk about whatever and whenever, um, when we pray. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, so just in context at the very beginning of this verse, it says, this then is how you should pray, not what you should pray. And so Jesus is kind of giving an outline of here are some of the different things that you should focus on when you do pray. Um, so it's, no, it's, it's not necessarily something that you should repeat time and time after again. You can absolutely pray it and there's nothing harmful about it. But if you were in a relationship, right? A friendship and you only sent the same text or said the same 25 words 
over and over and over again, you're not going anywhere with the relationship. It's going to feel redundant. You're going to stunt your growth a bit and it's just not going to do you any good in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always heard of the acronym PRAY for the word prayer, P-R-A-Y. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard it before, but it's it's pretty average. Um, but it, it's still <laughs> it's pretty average as far as like you could get more creative. But I think yeah. that it, it it's something that's stuck with me since. And no matter what, I think there's still times in my life where I still fall back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the P stands for praise. The R stands for repent. Mm-hmm. The A is to ask and Y is to yield. And so I've used that kind of formula in my life sometimes when it comes to prayer is just focusing first on giving praise and glory above all else to Jesus for everything and anything. And usually in that time, I usually give thanks as well when it comes to anything that I have, things that I'm grateful for. Uh, Usually when you start anything with gratitude or even your day with gratitude, it makes a complete difference on how you choose to respond and react to the rest of what's going on in the world and in your own life. Uh, Just because you realize how blessed you are with so much of what you have. Hmm. And then repent is a huge one that I think that we all avoid a lot. We kind of skip over the R and so we just pay our dues and say hi. But <laughs> when it comes to repentance, I think that's the number one thing that I think actually uh, restricts us from being able to get closer to God is because when we know that there's sin hiding in our lives, uh, and I know this for myself too in my life, that when there's sin that I hide and I push back and I still try to pray, there's still that thing in the back of my head that's like, I'm not giving everything to you. And you know that I'm not giving everything to you, but I'm going to pretend that you don't know that I'm not giving everything to yeah. you. <laughs> and it just, it becomes miserable. It feels like I'm being fake and a fraud. And it, it pushes me farther away, even when I try to become closer. And it's nothing that God's doing. It's everything that I'm doing to myself. And so repentance is something that you have to man up or woman up either way and choose to come fully and humbly to the Lord and give yourself to him. And if you've been in sin, to ask for forgiveness and he will give you that, but you have to want it. And to repent is to turn away from complete 180. And so to turn away from the sin that's in your life is is something that will dramatically affect and change the way that our relationship with the Lord goes. And then ask is just like what Jesus talked about, how ask and you shall receive anything that you bring to me, I bring to the father. And so there's absolutely a place and a time for those things. But when we ask with the wrong intentions, I think that's Mm -hmm. when we kind of turn away from uh, what prayer is meant to be and what it's for, which is a relationship. Mm -hmm. But if you had a friendship or relationship where you went to them and all you did was just ask, it's like, hey, Christian, can you uh, help me with getting this job? I really want to get this job. And if I don't get this job, I don't really know what I'm going to do. Hey, Christian, it's been a long time. No, we haven't really talked that much. But um, <laughs> I'm feeling a little sick. I was just wondering if you could just like help me out, get me some medicine. I pray that I would, you know, can I, I just want to heal. Mm-hmm, I want to feel mm-hmm. good. I was just wondering if you could help me out mm-hmm. with that. Wish granted. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, Christian, it's been a while. I know we really haven't talked, but mm-hmm. man, I've been really digging um, these jeans that I saw at the store mm. and I really want them, but like, you know, I don't have a ton of money. So I'm just praying like, you know, maybe you could help me out with getting a little extra cash. Mm. Um, Hey, I'm that was, that, that was actually three wishes. So you should ask for like unlimited wishes. Oh, you know, that was I the last up. one. Yeah. And Remy, I love you, but to be honest, the jeans were not flattering to your behind. You're kind of out of wishes. All right, well, I think, I think I just received the truth <laughs> from the Lord. Less grace. Maybe next time say that it just maybe wasn't for me. Okay. I don't know. That's so just a different pair. I understand I have large thighs. All right. You don't need to talk about it. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's what we do. We ask, we ask, yeah. we ask, we ask, and we don't ever sit to just listen. And that's where yields comes into play. It's just mm-hmm. yielding to the will of God 
and even just sitting in silence and allowing the Lord to speak through you, through other people, through scripture, um, washing out the voices and the noise of the rest of this world and just allowing yourself to be in his presence. Because when Jesus asked for us to abide in him, I don't think that meant for us to go to him and just spend time in prayer as if talking to him, but rather in a way where we rest with him and that we're in his presence Mm. and we allow ourselves to um, strip ourselves away from all of the insecurities, the masks, the masquerades, the fake uh, sides of our lives that we have and just come to him humbly and wholly, um, not with an H, but with a WH, holy in completeness of who we are and who Jesus truly sees us uh, to be. And so I think that's just kind of a great way to kind of understand how we can pray to some degree. I think that's some guidance that if you're listening and you don't really know uh, how to pray uh, and you feel like you're lost, uh, I think you guys both nailed on your heads on your heads, on the head multiple times already, just that it's it's dialogue. It's not monologue. It goes both ways, mm-hmm. but it's genuine conversation. It's being authentic. It's coming to him with everything that's on your heart. And if it is a season where you're asking for a lot, then that's okay. But there's also seasons where you don't need to ask a lot and you just need to yield to who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can ask a lot, but it just, it it's and it's not wrong, but it just depends on what you're asking for. When you pray for other people and when you pray for our country and when you pray for leaders and when you pray for um, anything that's just outside of yourself too, I believe that there is good intention between those things. And I think the Lord wants to bless those things and he wants to be a part of it. And so when it comes to asking, I think that when it has selfish ambition involved and it's all about personal gain and getting your own glory, that's where there starts to be a default of where we lean away from what prayer can truly be for us. Yeah, I think uh, that when we're talking about prayer and talking about relationship, um, it's hard to be certain sometimes, at least in our heads, and what uh, Satan gets in there and uh, talks to us about is um, maybe that God's not hearing us, and I think that it'd be great for all of us just to be reminded, and this is what Scripture um, helps us with is just to be reminded of the truths um, of God. And especially on this topic, we can look at like first John five fourteen, and it says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Also scripture like Romans eight twenty six, um, we talked about a little bit earlier, which is script, the spirit helps us in our weakness and we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Um, and so, while we're praying, be reminded, even if it doesn't feel like anything is getting through to God, or maybe we can't hear anything from him, that one of the best ways to calm our minds and to remind us is just to get in the word. Some extra scripture just to go along with with all this is uh, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, make your requests known to God. By prayer, thanksgiving, and placing your requests to God, the peace of God will guard your heart and mind fully beyond understanding. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understandings, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And then I love this one as well from Matthew 26, 41 is watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We could go on for hours and hours, I think, about why we should pray. And I think that would be a great second topic for us to touch on in another podcast, Mm -hmm. along with maybe some more insight into where we should pray, when we should pray, um, and so much more, because I don't think that prayer can be put into the box of a 25 minute episode of a podcast, but I think that's a great start. And I think just to kind of recap real quick, 
if you guys are looking for uh, a better way to pray, uh, to remember the acronym straight up, just pray itself, P-R-A-Y, which P is pray, praise, um, R is repent, A is ask, and Y is yield. And so just centering yourself towards God to have a dialogue uh, and just being completely transparent with him. I mean, he knows all, he sees all, he understands all, and there's nothing that you can hide behind him that he isn't already aware of. Uh, and I can just speak from personal testimony that I have so much peace when I just bring everything to him. Mm-hmm. When I just let loose, I I just I shake off all the burdens that I feel on uh, my shoulders. And when I just give everything over to Jesus, I, it's it's ridiculous. And maybe someone out there needs to hear this right now, but like I think it's time that you would um, stop hiding yourself from God because he already sees you in your complete wholeness of who you are. And he's kind of just ready for you to give himself to you. And he wants to have that relationship in authenticity. And he can't have that when we put on a face and when we pretend to hide it. And so God is reaching out. He is ready for you. And if you are in a place where you need to pray, you need to pray more or you don't pray enough, or maybe you already do pray, uh, you can't do enough of it. And it is something that just as you continue to do, the closer you become to Christ. And throw some music on, do it in the car while you're driving, do it when you're at home, find a place that's, you know, somewhere uh, alone and quiet, turn your phone off, no distractions, and just spend some time being with the Lord. We love you guys, and we'll uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. See ya. Peace. Wow.